Hi, this is Andrew Lada. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 82, War Pigs. Hey, here's an annoyingly pretentious habit that I've had for decades. So, so once the Academy Award nominations are announced, I dive in and try to watch as many nominated movies as possible. Geek alert. I do not suggest that you indulge in this habit because most nominated movies suck butthole. But it's a bad habit. I admit to it. So the movie with the second most nominations this year, with 10, is a German version of All Quiet on the Western Front. And it's probably the best movie I've seen this last year. And it's on Netflix. (laughs) It's gorgeously shot and directed. You should see it. Unless you're squeamish or depressive, in which case avoid at all costs. It's a film based on the classic novel by Eric Maria Remarque from 1929 about the realities of war from the soldier's point of view in World War I. And, spoiler alert, the basic point is that war is horrible, meaningless shit. <laughs> There's been several movie and TV versions of this, of All Quiet on the Western Front before, the first being in 1930, which then won the Oscar for Best Picture. And of course it did. We Westerners love movies telling us how war is disgusting shit. All of these war movies do the same thing. They show us the war from the perspective of the individual soldier. Suddenly, the machinations of generals and politicians seem cruel and evil because they affect the fate of these individuals who really have no stake in the game. Uh, Movies like Apocalypse Now, Bridge on the River Kwai, Forrest Gump, Platoon, 1917, Dr. Strangelove, Full Metal Jacket, The Grand Illusion, MASH, Deer Hunter, Saving Private Ryan, blah, 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 blah. I mean, how many damn films and TV shows have you watched that continually make the same point, which is war is the most disgusting of human activities where individuals are devalued and sacrificed for the ambitious ambitions of isolated, comfortable, fat-ass politicians. And every time you watch one of these movies, every time you buy in and you pat yourself on the back because you are properly disgusted about the death and meaningless of wars. Whatever war it is, Vietnam War, the Iraq War, the Korean War, the World Wars, because you are a good person So you should watch All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix while eating some popcorn and feel good about your moral indignation as you watch thousands die tragically in Northern Europe in the cold and they fight over the same small pieces of land for months. In this movie, the story is actually told from the German point of view, which were our enemies in World War I, But you are human enough to sympathize with anyone because all humans are special and you're a good person. And then you can wake up the next day and put on your fucking Ukraine flag button and be perfectly fine with the U.S. sending $100 billion to Ukraine uh, to continue a war in Europe in the cold where hundreds of thousands of people are dying to fight back and forth for the same little pieces of land. (laughs) Imagine this. Imagine a scene in any one of your favorite anti-war movies. Let's say it's Platoon. Platoon, where they show Willem Dafoe being gunned down as he runs through the forest. Then, 
you cut to a scene of you in America putting on your slippers in the morning because the floor is a little cold and you put a pod in your Nespresso machine and then sit down and watch the morning news tell you that the U.S. has decided to send more weapons over to the war and you blow on your coffee because it's still a little too hot and you whisper, good, go get them bastards. Imagine what you'd feel if you saw that scene intercut with real war. Now, I hope when the anti-war Ukraine movie comes out, actually filmed from the perspective of a Russian soldier, that you still feel good about it. Hopefully, be far enough along, you'll be able to say you were against that war all the time anyway. I know, I've beaten this Ukraine war crap in several of my podcasts, and it may be draining. But I've said this before, this podcast is mostly about my disgust over hypocrisy. And what's going to happen is the Academy Awards are going to be given out in March. And they will likely give some awards to All Quiet on the Western Front, including Best International Picture. And while they're giving out that award, they'll be giving speeches about how we must continue supporting the freedom fighters in Ukraine. They won't be saying, hey, let's all figure out how we can end this war before another Lieutenant Dan gets his legs blown off. No, it'll be, let's make sure those Russian scum pay for this. And by the way, the latest news from this last week is that the Ukrainians are burning through ammunition faster than we can make it, which is now jeopardizing our own U.S. stockpiles. We ascended to bullets. One of the best parts of the new All Quiet on the Western Front movie, um, and it's not in the original book, there are scenes of diplomats from Germany and France as they waste time trying to decide to sign a ceasefire or armistice. And the reason they're wasting time is because they dislike each other and they're not directly affected by the fighting. They take those scenes and interleave them with scenes of soldiers dying. Every moment wasted, more people die. And if you watch this movie, you will be really pissed off and you will feel good that you are more morally righteous than these diplomatic assholes because you're a good person. That is unless you know what's happening in the current war because last week the former prime minister of Israel, Naftali Bennett, reported that he was part of brokering a peace deal between Russia and Ukraine in the earliest days of the war, only for the UK and the US to strike it down because they wanted Putin to suffer more. They didn't like him. And now, this weekend, we hit a year later on this war, and most Americans are still cheering on. The fuck are we doing? I probably told this story before, but who cares? I'm going to do it again. So when I was a youngster, I was in the Army ROTC program. And I remember the first time I walked down the mean streets of Green Bay in my full dress uniform. As I came down the street, an old lady was walking towards me and she was saying something clearly directed at me. And I guessed that she was telling me how proud she was of me and how much she supported me as a symbol of the American military. But as I got closer to her, I realized she was really angry and she screamed at me, this old lady, screamed at me, fucking war pig. Not a very pleasant experience. But 
It does remind me of one of the greatest poems about war that I've also recited since my childhood. And it's by the great British poet, John Michael Osborne. And I'd like to take a little time to read part of it. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction, sorcerer of death's construction. In the fields, the body's burning as the war machine keeps turning. Death and hatred to mankind, poisoning their brainwashed minds. Oh, Lord, yeah. Politicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out to fight? They leave that role to the poor. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne, unlikely voice of reason. Pass the tequila. Out!